Over the next couple of days through the holidays, I'm going to be trying something different. So often, we have different types of strangers in our lives. We have the people we meet on the street, people that we meet at work, but there's also the people we know online. No matter what social media platform you use, more than likely, you're connected to people, people you might have spoken to for years but have never actually talked to. So over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be chatting with some of my Facebook friends, people that I have not actually met in real life. They're strangers with stories, and I've been seeing their names and faces on my feed for years, so now I want to chat with a few of them. And today we're going to start with a military wife who moved to the other side of the world with her husband and how she's meeting new people while also learning about herself. Hi, I'm Matt Hayes, and this is episode number 19 of Meet a Stranger. I've been Facebook friends with Today's Stranger since May of 2018. It's been a few years. And in the last year, I noticed that she moved all the way from our home state, where we're both from, Ohio, all the way to the other side of the world, to Japan. Now, as someone who has lived out of his suitcase for the last few years, I know leaving the world that you know to explore what's out there can be challenging on so many fronts. Not only do you have to meet new people, but in a way, you're kind of meeting yourself in a new way. So I talked to her about that. Take a listen. You recently moved overseas. Tell me about that and why you did. Yeah, so I moved overseas, not necessarily by personal choice. It was a military move. My husband is in the military, and this is where we got sent. Came out of left field for me. I thought we were going to go, you know, West Coast maybe, but just kidding. We're in Japan, so <laughs> it's been a big adjustment, but we're, we're doing good. How long have you been over there for now? So it's officially been a year this month. Amazing. So what has that year been like and what have you learned about yourself in that last year? It's a great question. <laughs> so many things. Um, well, I've had to learn to be patient because the language has been a barrier for sure. But I've also taken some introductory Japanese courses to learn like conversational Japanese, which has been helpful. Um, but it's also such a different language because they use characters, you know, versus English letters. And so that's definitely been a, an interesting challenge that I'm still overcoming and learning a lot from. Um, I realized how busy I was before I came here because I'm a person who worked since I was 17, you know, went up that corporate ladder. I was working in law firms and then I had a career shift like two years before I came here. I was just constantly keeping myself busy. And when I got here, I couldn't work right away. And I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I kind of had to like refine myself at the age of 29 and figure out what I wanted to do in a whole different element or if I wanted to create something or, or kind of just how to start over in a way. So that's taken a lot of discovery. <laughs> what has been the toughest part for you, whether emotionally or spiritually? Because you went from, you know, this is what you know the world to be to on the other side of the world and that could be for as someone who moved away from home and has lived you know not been living overseas off and on i, I when i chat with people that have done that same thing there's always seen you start to look at life differently a little bit do you have any moments like that where you can see the world in a different light now 
big world perspective, I think I'm definitely getting to the to the more nitty gritty of that. But I think this first year has been more of that emotional, like personal emotional, because I'm not super close with my family. Like I don't talk to my mom or my sister every single day, but like I like talking to them once a week or at least once every other week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that doesn't even happen like in these last six months. And so it has been really, really weird to not just be like, oh, I'll see you in 20 minutes and drive to your house and we'll go get lunch and we'll catch up. And, and I even have some best friends that I've had since first grade and to, to not be able to see them and, you know, chat with them every so often. That's really been tough on me. Like the loneliness factor of Milso life is very real. And I think it's even more isolating when you're on the other side of the world. Tell me more about that. Um, okay. So Milso military spouse. Um, I'm, I'm learning a lot while I'm here. I've, you know, met other military wives and currently we do not have children. So I'm also trying to find other wives that don't have children and we're trying to figure out, you know, fun things to do and things to keep us busy and to chat with each other. But it's kind of hard finding your own niche because one, we're on an island. So that kind of pairs it down. And then two, I just turned 30. So a lot of the ladies I'm meeting are either like 20 (laughs) Mm -hmm. or they're more um, seasoned military spouses. So it's kind of hard to find that in between where I really connect. But I have made a few good friends. My my neighbor, she is really sweet. And she actually is like, she was a stranger, of course. All of a sudden, one day we got a knock on our door and we're like, who the heck is that? Because that was like a month in us being here and we didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. So we opened our door and her and her husband were just like, you know, hi, I'm, we're your neighbors and we made you a pumpkin loaf. Like we just want to introduce ourselves. And I was like, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) That's so nice. That it, honestly, if that didn't happen, I don't think I would have close friends because I found my other two close friends here from her and it kind of just snowballed. Well, how has that been like having to meet people and to literally meet strangers, especially on the other side of the world? What has that been like for you over the last year? It it has its good days and it has its not so good days. Facebook groups are super important, especially overseas to find other people and see if you mesh. And you see people all the time say like, hi, like I'm a low maintenance friend um, or like I need a gym buddy, like all these specific types of things to try to find somebody with similar interests. It's very interesting. It's been hit or miss. Like I did a random meetup, mm, I think in June with a girl who she was from South Africa, like totally another different world. (laughs) Um, But she like was, uh, she was new to the island here. And um, we hit it off and we had lunch and it was great. And then like, I started school and I got really busy. And I kind of forgot to like, call and hit her up again. And Mm. (laughs) I forgot to go for lunch again. And like, I, I felt really bad. And then it was that awkward stage of like, okay, do I message her and say like, hey, we clicked and like, I'd like to hang out again, but like mm-hmm. it's, finding, it's finding the balance in your personal life, even though I'm not working full time, I still have you know a million things going on. And then mm-hmm. also like you wanna make friends because you don't wanna be lonely, but it's also like anxiety ridden. There's so many things. <laughs> um, if you could give advice to somebody who wants to take those steps and just start to meet new people and you are having to do it on the other side of the world while learning about yourself and another culture. What would you recommend to somebody? What has worked for you? 
Well, I think definitely one, giving yourself a little bit of grace, especially like if you are making a big move, like whether it's across the country or to the south of the country or just a whole nother country, give yourself some grace and some time to get, you know, a little comfortable with your surroundings. Like, I think I didn't start really reaching out to other people until like maybe two months since I'd been here. And then take a deep breath, you know, don't force yourself to do something that doesn't seem fun. But at the same time, you do have to get a little bit out of your comfort zone and like know that's going to be just a part of the experience. But great things and great people can come from it because I've had a lot of great experiences and things occur from meeting strangers. So you never know. I'm also going to have a t-shirt now that says uh, low maintenance Fred made and wear that around. I'm, I'm, I want to see what happens with that. For sure. Low maintenance friends are the way to go. <laughs> Give yourself some grace. Easier said than done, but so true. And whether you're starting something new at home or making a new home on the other side of the world, Give yourself some grace and time. We might be setting these timelines and expectations in our head, and if we don't make it, it's okay. Life happens. If you're still moving forward, that is what matters. Also, there is so something there with that low-maintenance friend idea. We'll talk about that in the future. Thanks to Stranger Number 19, and congratulations to you as well. You know how she said she can't relate to those wives without kids? That's changing as she's expecting her first child in the coming months. Good luck to you and your family. And thank you, dear listener, for taking a minute to meet a stranger today. If you have an interesting story about meeting a stranger, I'd love to hear about it. You can slide into my DMs on all those evil social media channels. Find me at Go Meet a Stranger. Also, at Matt Hayes. Until next time, I'm Matt Hayes. Onward. <laughs>